everybody, what's going on? This is Kevin with the Midnight Terrors podcast, back again with... Oh, it's Diamond, and his name is Bucky, it's not Kevin. And Jason, um, what is our show called? <laughs> Midnight Terrors! <laughs> oh man, good to be that back. That was a different one. That was I'm a very just, different one, but I'm yeah, just going to roll I'm, with I'm just, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying out different ones. Yeah, man. No, it's uh, it's good to be back. We haven't um, we haven't recorded since uh, like before Halloween, uh, and this is our first episode. Dang, has it been that long? It has been that long because we did the Ice Nine Kills episode uh, a few days before Halloween. Uh, yeah, that was our last one. And yeah, then, that was our um, bonus episode, and we just I and don't then know. Before that, we did uh, Tucker and Dale, right? Correct. Yeah, we dropped Tucker yeah. and Dale on the thirtieth, and then we dropped the Ice Nine Kills one on the thirty-first. And I don't know about you, man, but right after Halloween, I just I crashed. <laughs> I was yeah, so absolutely. tired and so worn out. It was such a good October, but man, I was beat. Um. So my apologies well, yeah, I, to all of our listeners. You're getting this episode a little bit. Later than planned, but um, Jason and I were, bo- were both just busy and, and tired, so we just decided to give you two episodes during the week. Yes, but now we're fresh. We are very fresh. We got, we got some sleep. Like Subway. Yeah. <laughs> well, not like Subway. Somewhere better than that. <laughs> Jersey Mike's? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can attest to that. My brother and I just had Jersey Mike's maybe two nights ago, and man, it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, um, let's not put ourselves on subway level when we're like <laughs> next level. Okay? Yeah, man. Cool. Well, I hope you guys um, enjoyed uh, those two episodes that you got right around Halloween. Those were both fun, and uh, honestly, listening back to it, I those were probably our funniest episodes to me. I had to edit those, and I was laughing hysterically <laughs> listening back. Well, at least you like yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> at least yeah. you know if no one else out there likes our show. Um, which thankfully is not the case. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I am happily chuckling at the stupid jokes that we make. So you know. Well, we just <laughs> we just figured why do it on the phone anyway, or we could let somebody listen to it because we're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> That's funny. Cool, man. Well, uh, we're back with another episode and. Um, Jason, you must be in heaven right now because this is a movie you have been yes. like dying to talk about for ever since we started the show. I always tell you, Kevin, I'm going to let you lead this. No, <laughs> we, I am leading this episode. <laughs> basically, yeah, but um, I'll have you know quite the story, um, quite no, the absolutely. checkered pass with this uh, with this movie. Um, so we're discussing it follows and. Uh, yeah, Jason, this is, uh, I think you've gone on, well, not on record, but like on record on the phone with me saying this is one of your favorite horror movies from the 2010s, if not your favorite. I, uh, it, not even from the 2010s. It's up there uh, of all times. Wow. If, if, I would say top 10. Wow, so this is up time. there this is up there with the thing and alien and all yeah. those movies we talked about on that first episode. Yes, and for me that is a super bold statement. It really is, um, man. It's actually kind <laughs> of I understand why it's up there, but it also is unexpected to me. But um, um Well, it was unexpected for me too. 
<laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about It Follows? <laughs> yeah, and uh, this movie is always hard to explain to someone. Um, well, actually, it- actually, no. I said I wouldn't let you lead on this. And so <laughs> I'm going to tell you how I started with this movie. Okay, yeah. Take, um, us, take us down memory lane. What was your experience with this, uh, this movie, It Follows? So you were beginning to talk about the premise and, and that's why I stopped you because <laughs> for me, the way that I heard about it, it was all about the premise. Mm-hmm. And when I heard it, I didn't know if it was genius or the dumbest thing or, ever or the worst trash I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Um, so basically um I'm just hanging out and one of my friends, uh, we're sitting having some drinks or whatever. And one of my friends is like, dude, have you seen the STD movie? And I was like, what? <laughs> and I'm thinking he's like talking about some documentary or, or something. I'm like, I'm like, what is the STD movie? And he's like, dude, it's this horror movie. It's really good. And I was like, and it's about an STD. And he's like, well, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's and beautiful. So, yeah, so listening to it, I'm just like, he was like, yes, the STD horror movie. And I was just like, that? And I I don't even know how to process that. I don't even know what to do with that. Um, So he kind of gave me a little bit of the premise. Um, and then eventually I went and watched it. And within the first, like, 10 minutes, five minutes, like, I was terrified out of my mind. Um, I agree 110% with that. So basically the premise of the movie is it's not the STD movie, but (laughs) (laughs) you could classify it as that. Sure, sure. Um, But basically um, the concept is that uh, people, I guess, not get possessed, but are followed by a demon that is going to kill them. And the only way to get the demon away from them is to have sex with someone yeah. and then it moves on to that person. Yeah. Um, so the and demon you, leaves them you, alone yep. and then it goes to the new person. Yeah. However, the catch is, is that if the person that you gave it to dies, then it comes back to you. <laughs> yeah, it works its way down the line exactly. of, of people all the way down to the person that started it. So you right. catch it through sex and you can pass it through uh, sex, which, right. um, yeah, I remember hearing about this movie back when it came out, 2015, so nearly eight years ago that this came out, which is pretty crazy, but... Mm-hmm. So this movie came out right around the same time as Unfriended, if you remember that movie. Um Yes, I think I watched it with you, actually. Possibly, yeah. Um, it was a long time ago, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, a favorite of mine is that first Unfriended. Not the sequel. The sequel sucked, but uh, the first one's pretty good. But It Follows and Unfriended came out like right around the same time. Yeah. And I was going to the movies, and I'm like, hmm, which, which one do I want to see? And I chose Unfriended, because um, that one just seemed like at the time, more in line with my taste in horror at that time. Mm-hmm. But I kept hearing about It Follows, like, constantly. Um, so when it came out on Blu-ray and DVD, I actually picked it up 
uh, and watched it at home. And um, this just shows my naivety from that time. I hated it on my first watch. I thought it was so boring. Um, wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? Dude, I was terrified. <laughs> I, you know, again, here's the way I look at it as is this. So this movie was 2015. This was like March or April 2015 that this came out. Yeah. Elevated horror wasn't all that much of a thing yet. We were still like in the midst of the conjuring type movies being fresh with the horror genre. So it was like yeah. if if you weren't a straight like jump scare party you weren't a popular horror movie. Like the only elevated horror right. movie that was slightly popular at that time on my end, I know there was probably others, but on my end was the Babadook and almost nobody right. saw that in the theaters that I knew, you know? So when I saw this, I was like, what is this? Like nothing's happening. It's all about like atmosphere and, you know, no jump scares. And it's just, this ear it's eerie no doubt but it wasn't something that was fast paced and like you know designed like those movies i just talked about like the conjuring and annabelle and stuff like that so it caught me off guard right and but you love that on the on the first go around then yeah absolutely <laughs> well and having watched it a couple of times um even before i watched it um the the poster for the movie um looks just like a david fincher poster like coloring lighting like all that stuff so i was like i, I almost thought it was i thought it was a david fincher movie at first um but oh, then you i was thought like it, no you thought it was more like a like a thriller kind of um no like i mean fincher's done some more stuff he did alien 3 um oh that's right he but, did do alien 3 yeah yeah um and then he also i mean he did seven i mean some, true true i don't know if you want to call that horror or thriller but yeah that's um, a yeah that's that's a, a hard line to to but decipher but he's, but he's got his hand in in stuff like that like you know dark stuff so yeah. well honestly I the, I that was him. sure well and and the the movie and the filming and everything looks very david venture which right. I like, but <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that, uh, these days, even though I haven't seen much of, of David Fincher now knowing more of his work, I can definitely see yeah. what you're getting at there. But honestly, the, the director that came to my mind first, um, just with the simple premise, but the way it's executed, how it's very much about dread and eeriness and just this eerie under your skin type feeling. The director that came yeah. to my mind first was John Carpenter true you know even even that score is uh is very john carpenter yeah it's very dry and just droning which is one of my favorite elements of the film now is that score i listen to that thing constantly it's so good yeah it it, it is really good and i mean that's i mean uh the movie score being so chill and eerie and mm -hmm. just kind of ominous um on top of the pace of the movie because like at the beginning i mean i think the thing that scared me the most was seeing 
it for the first time or whatever body it was in like yeah. just slowly walking up like just just yeah that that's not, it, it, it's not even like a it's not even just a slow walking pace like it's just like step step yeah it's very step. It's kind of like listening to the Jaws music before he attacks. Like, Basically, that's a good, dun, good comparison. Dun, 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 but, well, the thing is that, you know, obviously the scene in the, in the, what's it's like an abandoned parking garage or something that yeah, they're in yeah, where like she's tied to the, or, yeah, she's tied to the wheelchair. Honestly. Yeah. Under, yeah. 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 Honestly, rewatching it. Um, I watched this uh, a few months back before. Uh, your break from the show. This was something we were going to talk about a few episodes ago, but I rewatched it because I wanted to give it another chance now that all this time had passed. Um, And just to put a pin or not put a pin, but like put the nail in the coffin for what I think now I was so dumb back when I first saw this. (laughs) It is such a good movie. One of the best horror movies of the last decade, absolutely, and it scared the crap out of me. Uh, I watched this at like 10 o'clock at night when the rest of the people in my household were asleep, and I just sat in the living room uh, with only the light in the living room on, but like all the rooms around me had all the lights off, (laughs) and (laughs) dude, it was so terrifying to me and uh you know we talk about the parking garage scene but honest to god the the first scene where we see this girl running from nothing we don't see anything oh (laughs) excuse me um yeah that's when uh in the open of the movie where she comes out of the house yeah exactly um yeah yeah she comes out of the house and she's covered and she's just looking for somebody to help yeah yeah exactly um she's running out in hysteria and you know like we don't we don't see anything but the shot of the camera chasing her and you're like my god whatever's chasing her has got to be terrifying because we've got that score that just keeps building yeah. And then, you know, it all culminates when she goes to the beach and stares off into the darkness. We still don't see anything, but you're like, what's what is coming for her? Right. And, you know, then she says she calls her parents and says, I love you to them and says goodbye. And then it just smash cut. And she is mutilated beyond belief on the beach. <laughs> yep. And it's one of the best openings ever. Yeah, it is really good. And, you know, so, well, probably the, probably the, one of the best opening, probably I would give it the first half hour, man. Like, oh yeah. Because that, because that opening scene is awesome. And then just seeing kind of the first encounter or whatever with the girl going on her date and looking behind her in the movie theater and seeing it like, so that scene actually is probably the scariest scene in the movie to me is the movie theater scene. <laughs> Honestly, you're always sitting in a the movie theater. <laughs> well, no, just that's true. I haven't thought about that, but no, the, the thing about it is that, you know, so she go, our main character, uh, Jay goes out on a date with, uh, with this guy. Um, and he has the, the, it attached to him but she doesn't know that yet she hasn't slept with him 
And yeah, so he has the STD. He's trying to give it to her. Yeah. And they've had a few dates, you know, things are going well, and they're playing this game in the movie theater, and um, <clears throat> they are, like, they're playing this game where they have to, like, guess which person uh, the other one is, is looking at. And at some point, uh, Jay is like, okay, I've got my person. And the guy she's on a date with goes, mm, the girl in the in the dress back there. And she goes, what girl? And he's like, the girl's standing right there. And then it cuts to the back of the theater and nothing's there. Yep. I don't know what it is about that scene, man. That creeps me out. Something yep. about things in movies where someone says that right there and then they go, what? There's nothing there. Yeah. You know, it's like, have you ever seen the movie The Pact? Um, no, actually, I haven't. Okay, so it's a, it's a good little... Um, good little horror movie but there's a scene in the trailer for that where a woman is like skyping with her child Mm -hmm. and the woman's like mommy misses you dear and da 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 and the daughter's like mommy mommy who's that behind you and there's no one home i don't know i just got goosebumps actually just saying that i don't know what it is man (laughs) something where someone is startled by something that we can't see just right. gets under my skin and the fact that he's like we need to leave the theater now we're like <laughs> and, and we still haven't seen the yeah. creature yet you know yeah so well and and technically you don't no not really we only ever see it in the form of of other people yeah which how do you which, how do you how do you feel about that did you when you watched was, it for the first I time i was 100 percent fine with it yeah like yeah, it was one of those that because the way that they did it, um, the people that were possessed were scary enough. Like they were very, yeah, kind of like zombie-like, or even even not taking it that far because it didn't like look like zombies. But mm-hmm. um, you know, just the way they moved and and the way that they set it up. I mean, it was like the people were scary enough that not seeing it i was like i'm fine with that and and a lot of times man there's a lot of scary movies where you see it or whatever it is and it ruins the whole movie for you (laughs) true true we don't i guess if you really think about it we don't really ever get a look at the thing per se yeah Um, john carpenter's the thing we don't really ever see its true form it's always in some some shape-shifting form yeah exactly so yeah, again, again to throw it back to John Carpenter, this movie's just such a '80s throwback for me, which I love because it's got mm-hmm. that nostalgic feel to me. Yeah, you know, it's simple in premise. It's more focused on dread and eeriness, and just kind of getting under your skin and staying there. Because when you turn off this movie, you know, I <laughs> I didn't want to go into my kitchen uh, after I watched this because of that scene. Yeah, you're still thinking about it. <laughs> you know, the uh, my other favorite scene is uh, Jay's like talking to all her friends and says, "Hey, can you?" Because she obviously gets the 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 STD um, from this guy, and he ex- <laughs> he he explains the rules to her, and is just like, "It's always going to be walking towards you. Just don't let it get to you. If it gets you, it comes for me." And he yeah. like leaves her tied up in the wheelchair and just lets her. He's like, I got to show you that it's real. 
so he just keeps her in a chair in the middle of that parking garage and just lets it walk right up to her. Yep. And you're like, oh, this is so... Uh, I and think, it's the scariest shit you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, well, I think... I just think about, like, when you go out somewhere and, like, there's some sketchy person hanging around yeah. and you have little moments of, like, is that person following me on the road or in the store or... Are they staring at me? Things like that. Yeah, so that's part number two of the dread of this movie is that you don't know who, well, I mean, you kind of know who it is, but it looks like somebody you know. Yeah. But it could be anyone because with it being able to jump from person to person, well, and it makes itself look like anyone that it wants to. So you never know where it's coming from except for that slow walk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, like, I, like I was saying earlier, the scene, the reason I was scared to go into my kitchen is because Jay has all of her friends over and they hear a window break and they're like, oh no, someone's in the house. And they all go to look and she's like, I'm going to go to the, the kitchen for something. And it slows down as she walks in the kitchen and it's the closest thing to a jump scare I think that this movie has for me. Because she turns her head, and then this thing is just right there in the kitchen. Yeah. And it's just walking towards her again. But the form that it takes in the kitchen is is terrifying. It's like a it's like a a deformed girl with torn clothing that's peeing on itself. Yeah. It's just like, what am what am I watching right now? This is so uncomfortable. Well, it's that body distortion stuff too, or what do they call it? Um, where they move all weird, like walking backwards. Oh, uh, contortionist. Uh, yeah, yeah. The contortion movements or the study, like just kind of the way that they move, is just really weird. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also that blank expression that it has at all times because it never talks. Yeah. Obviously, probably another iconic scene at this point um, is the point where Jay's in school. And the old ladies walking from across the courtyard. <laughs> yep. And, and he's just looking out the window at her. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And uh, I don't know, man. I just, upon rewatch. Well, that's very Halloween as well because Jamie Lee looks out the window and sees Michael behind the tree. But oh, yeah. It's a straight <laughs> Halloween tribute for sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, on rewatching it, there are a lot of moments where. You can, if you pay attention, you can see this thing following them in the distance, even when it's not in focus. Yes. There's like they all get in a car to leave the school at one point and it's blurred, but in the, in like through their um, rear mirror, or right. not, not the mirror, but the, the back windshield, you can see someone walking towards the car. Yeah. Or, yeah. And there's, there's a couple of different scenes like that. Yeah. There's the one where, the camera pans across the schoolyard as we're following the characters, but there's someone slowly walking towards the camera as it just slides by. Yep. And again, it's, uh... <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, it just, it's, uh, it's so well done with, uh, with how much it gets under your skin. It's such a simple premise, but it's done beautifully. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so simple, but at the same time, it's just like it goes to show you that like 
if you know how to film something or you know how to build like that suspense or whatever, like you can just have a guy walking at the camera and it can be scary as shit. Like, yeah, (laughs) exactly. You you know, it doesn't have to be like a demon werewolf or freaking, you know, leather face, like just Mm -hmm. some random person with a blank expression walking toward the camera. And you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, you know, adding to the disturbing factor, uh, we do get to see how this thing kills you one time. One time. And it's after Jay passes it on to, like, her ex-fling or boyfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it takes the form of his mom. Yep. And attacks him in the house and has... <laughs> in the form of his mom, has sex with him to death. Yep. (laughs) And it's like melting his skin at the same time, and there's like weird electricity going on, and you're just like, but yeah. Sure uh, is. (laughs) It it literally fucks you to death. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You you know? um, And that's that's what you get. (laughs) Yeah, just, I remember seeing that, and I was like, what is happening (laughs) because <laughs> I don't get that from the opening death scene. Well, yeah. and there's the movie as a whole, or even scenes like that. There's like three levels, like of terror that they add to it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like it's like they have this formula. It's like, okay, he's she's gonna fuck him to death. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But yeah. what about electricity on top of it? And yeah. then skin's melting off. And then like, <laughs> all at the same time. And you're just like, dude, whoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it just is made worse by the fact that it's killing him in the form of his mother. Yes. And again, another layer. <laughs> it's your mother. Yeah. It's just like, ugh, that is, that is so That's awful. mentally scarring. <laughs> yeah. And then... You would want to die. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know, man. It's just... There's so many times throughout the movie that it's just like, oh, this is so creepy and uncomfortable, but it's also something you kind of want to go back to time and time again. Like, I, I hear this movie referenced a lot as people... Oh, want, yeah. Some of people's favorite horror movies in recent years. Well, it's funny that um, uh, you kind of at the beginning of the episode mentioned the elevated horror. Mm-hmm. Um, I just watched the latest Scream movie a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And they talk about the elevated horror and basically like everything that we're rambling off um, <laughs> is what they mentioned. <laughs> yeah, She's it like, follows. Elevated horror, like the Babadook or hereditary. Um, hereditary. or Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that that made me laugh in the theater. Yeah, well, that was that was one of the <laughs> one of the few <laughs> jokes that went off very well. Yeah, the well, white horrible. It was I, but right, I know. Um, um, I I enjoyed Scream Five, but I guess if you're if you're not a crazy, not a crazy, but if you're not in love with what Scream does past the first one. It might not be for you, but I, I really enjoyed it. Well, um, I wasn't going to watch it in the theater, but sitting at home and just like having nothing else to do, I'm like, eh, yeah, I'll put it on. It's a fun slasher. Yeah, not um, bad. 
Didn't hate it. Yeah. But yeah, that, knew what that I was walking into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that joke made me laugh in the, but back in the to, theater. Yes, the elevated <laughs> horror. Um. Well, you know, again, it just it just goes to show that um, you know we've we've talked about this before, where different types of horror uh, becomes the hot thing at a yeah. certain point at different points in time, and I felt like it follows and the Babadook were early front runners of that, and then like the later part of the 2010s gave us hereditary which just blew open the doors and we got like midsummer and we're still getting stuff like this now well and i got the feel from um it follows was obviously first um but hereditary um you know when you were talking about um things being in the background when you watch hereditary Mm mm-hmm I mean, those cult members, like just the naked people or whatever, yep. they're in they're in like half the shots from the movie. <laughs> like, oh yeah, dude. You go back and you rewatch it and just keep your eye on the background. You'll see them everywhere. Well, look um, at look at um, Mike Flanagan's show, The Haunting of Hill House. There's hidden ghosts all throughout that thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, they'll just be like watching a family member run through the house, and if you freeze frame it, look in some archway. Or under the stairs, there's a there's a face staring there's at you. Something, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it follows, and the Babadook were definitely early runners of that. Maybe the I think the Babadook was like a year before it follows. Um, Probably. And we still, you know, slowly but surely, that became a big thing in horror. Like, okay, we're moving past the jump scares a little bit, and we're moving into like, let's let's do that under the skin feeling. And for me, one of the scariest shots of hereditary, not to get on a tangent, but one of the, which we'll do anyway, it's fine. Um, One of the scariest shots of hereditary for me still to this day is when um, Peter, the son wakes up on the last night when all of the stuff unfolds with hereditary um, after he's like broken his nose and he's laying in bed. And it zooms yeah. out and you just see the bed, but you're like, why is the corner above his bed so dark when with this like wide shot and the light slowly comes up and you're like, oh my God, his possessed mother is just dangling in the corner. Oh yeah. Above yeah, his yeah, bed. Yeah. It's so scary, dude. Yeah. Um, and- I was going to say, if you're not going towards the beheading herself with the rope, <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna give you some shit over it but um actually no you're right I do remember that scene where that you just don't realize she's there and then yeah, yeah but it's because she's wearing like a like a white um nighty and you don't oh see- oh no 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 and she's banging her head on the attic later on yeah when she chases him Ugh. oh my god <laughs> yeah dude hereditary is another favorite of mine um in recent years and i and i gotta say like you know i think uh it follows we have just a little it's bit that to, same feel yeah and we i think we have it follows to thank a little bit for the fact that this movie came out and people were like huh, some we, of that in. yeah we like this type of horror um, and obviously we got Midsummer as well, which is uber disturbing. Yeah, yeah I mean, I would say for, uh, I mean, not over all time, but here recently you've seen a trend in more of the like kind of 
thought-provoking horror. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, I think I think it follows was. I mean, I can't think of anything that stands out for me before it follows that kind of had that feel to it or not in recent years anyway. Yeah, not really. I mean, I know for a fact there's some out there, you know, this was not the first elevated horror movie by any means, but I just think well, for, for, for me, for, well, more... for the U S though. Oh yeah, for sure. Because you had like high tension. Have you ever seen high tension? No, you've asked me about this one before. I need to, uh, bump that Dear up God. on my list. Okay, well, and Muse does the whole soundtrack, so word did that too. Hell um, yeah! But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was one of those, and and that one was actually really early. That would have been before, I think it was. I want to say it was like two thousand three or two thousand. I was gonna say early two thousands, right? Yeah, yeah, really early, and it it was one of those that shocked me. I hadn't seen anything like that before. Yeah, um, and we can. You haven't seen it, so you need to go watch it, and we can probably do a whole episode off that. But oh, we will for um, sure. You know what's um, a, you know what's a movie that I would pretty much consider elevated horror that I love that I think um, kind of got the same treatment as it follows because there you know we love this movie, but much like I responded to it when I first saw it, there's a lot of people that still don't like this movie. Um. And I can understand why if you're if you don't like elevated uh, elevated horror and slow burns, I can understand that. But another movie that came out maybe two years after it follows that I really love that a lot of people hated was uh, did you ever watch It Comes at Night? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was are you sure we didn't watch that together? No, I watched that um, at. Uh, a friend's house and uh, I texted you like right after I watched it yeah it was great though yeah I enjoyed that one that's another one too though where we don't get all the answers like we going back to it follows we don't ever find out what it is you know yeah I mean yeah there's there's no they don't even try to even well they kind of give you some little tidbits so maybe you could yeah you can you can try to piece it together Right, but yeah, they never, you know, show you or anything or, yeah. Yeah, we're not even, we said demon earlier, but we're not even sure if it's a demon per se. A uh, demon, yeah. You know, it's funny <laughs> it's how just, yeah. funny how that works. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and this is something that I wrote down for us to do an episode on one of these days, is uh, ambiguity in horror movies. Uh, mm-hmm. because, because sometimes that can be a great thing and other times it can really like kill a movie for me. Um right. I know one movie that uh I wasn't too bothered by it at the time, but I know a lot of people were unhappy with too much ambiguity in this movie, uh Bird Box. Yeah, uh, Bird Box was fine. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um it's a total uh <laughs> total retread of a quiet place. But exactly, yeah. It just switches out the sound for the site. Yeah, there was um, there was a lot of um, a lot of replicas of a quiet place after that came out. But Bird Box was fine. Like, yeah. I enjoyed it. Like, but I know I a lot. Of, but I know a lot of people were bothered by the fact that, uh, and upon you know thinking about it more, I was kind of in there as well about not loving it 
that we never get a look at what people are seeing and why it's driving them to lose their minds. Yeah, it it at least be nice to get like a little hint, but Yeah, exactly. At the same time, like if if you're not gonna show it, don't show it. Just yeah. and and that's fine. If you did your job making the movie, you don't really have to show it. Even well, though even though me too, sometimes I watch horror movies and it kind of gets this set up and I'm like, well let me see the effing thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it but, follows is one of those ones where it did do its job perfectly that I don't feel ripped off when we don't right, exactly. really find out anything about it. Exactly. That's the whole point. Like you just get to the end. Well, and even up until then, you're not even thinking about like, show me the thing. Like what you've seen <laughs> is enough. <laughs> yeah. And so you don't feel like you're screwed by like. Yes, like not getting to see it or feeling like it's unfinished or they didn't explain something. Yeah, exactly. And again, this this movie just does its job. And to touch on a more recent movie without spoilers, just just a heads up, I won't give anything away. But there's another movie that's kind of making its rounds right now that is very similar to It Follows. Mm. But for me personally, not as well done or... um well executed uh smile oh okay i know you haven't seen it so i'm not gonna and i know a lot of people haven't seen it i'm not gonna spoil anything but if you've seen the trailer you know that it's a very similar premise to it follows that there's a demon out there or something that is passed to people by something and you get a, a creature of some sort that is taking the form of another person and it's just staring it's just standing there smiling at you hmm. and again not giving anything away but if you watch the movie it very much reminds me of it follows but to me it follows just does it better because it's it's not so much oh of course it's not so much for with it follows about the creepy imagery. It's just about the jaws is a good comparison because it's just more about like where is this thing? I know it's always walking towards me no matter if I'm at home in my bed with the door locked, it's still walking towards my house to to find Come me in the window or whatever. <laughs> if I fly overseas, if I drive miles and miles and miles, it's still walking towards me no matter what I do. Yeah, and it may take you, it may take it a year to get to you, but it's going to get to you. <laughs> like, yeah, and then there's the moral dilemma of do you... Give it to somebody else. Yeah, do you uh, screw someone else over? Uh, no pun intended. Um, even, in <laughs> that, even in that case, again, layers and layers and layers... Even in yeah. that case, the person that you give it to, you don't know if they're going to last a day or a couple of hours or what. So even if you give it to someone, you're still looking behind your back 24-7 because you don't know when the person ahead of you gets taken out. I was going to say she is very lucky in this film that she witnesses the person that she gave it to die because if she like could you imagine if you just think you're free and then all of a sudden it sneaks yeah, up she on you good. yep exactly it is insane like this is anxiety Again. at its <laughs> at its finest 
again the layers man yeah it's all <laughs> it's, a metaphor like, for anxiety <laughs> it's like the more that you think about it the more that you're like oh man that's fucked up <laughs> like, yeah exactly now <laughs> what did you think about the ending because i know that's pretty polarizing for people with the final um, with the final showdown at the pool is it, is, I was actually going to mention that um, a little bit ago um, and say that that was the only part of it that um, just kind of fell off. Yeah, it's um, it feels very out of place that they're all of a sudden able to shoot this thing. Well, and and how like because I don't recall any other instance in the movie of them just witnessing it getting hurt by electricity or anything else like yeah they they shoot it but all of a sudden it's like but all of a sudden it's like oh i know we throw it in the pool and electrocute it and that'll kill it and i'm like well where did this come from yeah they (laughs) i think they shoot it on the beach once and it just stands right back up right uh so it is bizarre that they're like oh we can yeah like lure it into a pool and throw a bunch of electronic devices in the pool to kill it. Yeah. But the strange thing is that it, when they do that, it actually does like you see blood from the creature in the pool. Right. Well, and that's what I'm saying. It's just like they're, they, they go, okay, this'll work and it does work, but there's no reason why they know that or anything. It's just like, Okay, let's just try this, and then it works. Right. Well, like, I and I'm like, well, you know, where do you do? not? Let's try to shoot it. Let's try to stab it. Let's try and throw some flour on it since it's invisible, and see if maybe <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was like the only kind of little odd bit out of it. But yeah, it wasn't enough to like turn me off of the movie. No, it's, not at all. But you gotta yeah, wonder too, like with rewatching it, what I noticed is like, do they think that that actually worked? Because late, like right after that happens, uh, Jay's creepy male friend who's been like, tr- like dying to sleep with her and use the whole right. thing as a, as an excuse to sleep with her. Yeah. It's like, give it to me, give it to me. But he's also had a childhood crush on her for the longest time. So it's like, dude's kind of creeping on her a bit. Right. Exactly. And is like, don't, I don't really care about what's going on i can just you know get with the girl that i love yeah but right after they battle this thing and they think it's down when they see all the blood in the pool she ends up sleeping with him anyway right and it's like well did you guys just get together because of this which is you know kind of a movie cliche like oh we went through something traumatic so let's get together or is she finally passing it on to him i see her as doing the double tap um, <laughs> basically going, yeah, I think we killed it in the pool, but just in case just in we case. didn't kill it in the pool, I'm going to give it to homeboy and see what happens. Uh, yeah, and then there's a lot of um, theories with him because right after she gives it to him, there's that scene where he drives past a bunch of uh, prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Well, not a bunch of them, but, right. but yeah. two of yeah, them yeah. on the corner. Yeah. But even before that, there's a scene where she is down at the water and like strips down and goes swims out to like a boat with a couple guys in it 
Yeah. So it's kind of meant, I guess, to throw you off the scent of like, because at the very end, she has passed it to her friend, but they're walking, holding hands. I guess they're a couple. That's what I was going to say. Like, like legit right before the credits, they're walking, holding hands, and then it's coming up behind them, right? Well, we're. Le- I think we're left or to wonder, is that... Is that... The creature. Yeah, Yeah, the final scene is them holding hands, walking down the street, and then we see in the distance between them, just behind them, someone following them. So we're left to wonder, like, are they... It could be it. It could not be it. But that's, that's again, that layer of the, like, you never know that you're fully rid of it. Yeah, which is, uh, you know, again, excuse me. Um, a throwback to uh, the John Carpenter type thing where, like, evil never dies, like with the first Halloween. Yep. Um, and there's something still to this day, like, it's on paper, it sounds like it could be really corny, but it's actually pretty terrifying. And again, just the sheer fact of it's never chasing you, it's never shouting at you, it's never drawing attention to itself, it is just ever-present walking towards you no matter where you are. And Silent Killer, I don't think it ever makes a noise. Like, it. Uh, it no, I don't. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that's the creepiest part when they're walking toward you and they're just like staring straight ahead and not making any noise at all, just silently walking. Right. Well, and I was then, I was trying to remember if it makes a sound when it kills um, her ex fling in the form of his mother that we talked about. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I think that's just the sound of the electricity. I don't think the creature ever makes a noise. Yeah, which is another creep factor. <laughs> yeah, which is a creepy scene as well, because that kid, when he dies, like doesn't know any better. He doesn't really believe it, so he answers the door thinking it's his mom. He goes, what do you want, mom? And this thing just stares at him and just yeah. leaps on him. Even even if it does make a sound in that like later scene or whatever, um, the fact that that's like the only sound that it makes because <laughs> the rest of the time it's completely silent. Right. Well, all I'm, all I'm thinking of now is um, the Benning scene from John Carpenter's The Thing uh, when they're like, it isn't Benning's and it's like mid transformation and it stands up and lets out that creepy noise. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is nightmare fuel right there. But um yes, and is. I don't I don't want when I bring up the John Carpenter references, I don't mean to make the movie sound like it's a rip off of John Carpenter because it's not at all. It's just yeah, very no. reminiscent of that era of horror. And I love it for that, you know? It's got that warm feeling to it. And it's very a great movie for Halloween. Yeah. It's got it's got a good burn to it. Uh, Normally, it would be something maybe you would call a slow burn, but I don't even call it that, man, because, I mean, honestly, from the from the get-go, I was like, oh, my God. like <laughs> Yeah, no, re-watching it, this movie moves. Yeah, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, it's so well done between the kills, the monster, the level of... Um, just different kind of stories that are that they're trying to tell like they just did a great job with it and absolutely again, nothing as far as you know kind of not seeing it or um even the the ending being kind of up in the air didn't bother me like none of it did um 
like it was just like when the credits started rolling i was like i have to watch that again yep <laughs> <laughs> because i'm sure i missed out half of it yeah um, dude it's uh on the first go around it's uh it's quite the experience um especially yeah. if you, especially if you don't know what you're getting into but it is a movie that you want to come back to time and time again and uh i'm glad that i revisited it for the podcast cuz now i love it so yeah yeah, that was one of those that I was uh, hammering into your head. And I was like, get on it, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad, glad that I went back, back to it. it. For sure, yeah. for sure. It's a great movie. Cool, man. Well, you got any closing thoughts on It Follows before we wrap this episode up? Um, I don't think so, man. I think I think I said everything that we want to say about it. And, um, you know, again, gushed about how amazing I think it is. Um yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, uh, thank you everybody for uh, for sitting tight as we get this episode out to you a little late. But uh, here we are, and I hope you guys enjoyed this discussion. Please chime in on the Instagram or the Facebook on this one because I'd love to to know all your thoughts on this one. But uh, tune in again on Sunday uh, when we're going to have another episode for you. We'll be back on track at that point. Um it's going to be a, a good November uh, recording wise. We got some cool stuff on the horizon. But in the meantime, give us a follow or like on uh, Facebook and Instagram, Midnight Terrors Podcast, and uh, shoot us an email, Midnight Terrors Podcast at gmail.com. And we will see you all again on Sunday. Peace. We'll take care. <laughs> Later, guys. Yeah.